on your weekend. Saturday Breakfast with Matt Webb. Cambridge 105 Radio. Did you know that this very radio station is 10 years old tomorrow? On the 19th of July 2010, Cambridge 105 Radio came on the air following the closure of 105 FM 209 Radio in February of the same year. Now, over the 10 years, many things have changed here, but some things have stayed the same. Now, there are two people who will probably be familiar to you, not as presenters, but as our station voiceover artists. Now, they're Pete Cousins and Susan Hanks, who join me now to talk about what it's like doing the bits between the songs. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello. So, first of all, Susan, how did you get into the voiceover business? I understand that you're a presenter on BBC Local Radio, but you've also done commercial radio as well haven't you yes i have and i've been doing that for a little while uh, working in commercial i'd also worked on community radio and i think i just wanted to branch out a little bit because as we're all aware for people that present and gob on stick stuff it's quite fickle so one minute you can be on every day of the week and the next minute you're not <laughs> So I think for me, it was just about expanding the business of of what I do and what else can I do and what are the transferable skills. And lots of people had said to me, oh, you know, why don't you do voiceover stuff? You've got a nice voice. I think it was the guy that I was trying to get my electricity changed with um, that really sort of convinced me down the phone. I'd been on for about 40 minutes and hold and whatever and he said oh you've got a really nice voice and I thought oh well okay maybe I'll be a voiceover <laughs> of course it's not as simple as that but um, I think because I knew how to use audio I knew what was expected because I'd sat and played commercials and I'd sat and played other voiceovers and I was in contact with a lot of them and I was selling adverts as well for a community radio station I sort of came at it from the other side and thought, well, I can do that as well and really enjoy it because it presents so many different challenges, things that you would never imagine. Um, it's quite funny sometimes, it, unintentionally, um, and, it, and it's a really nice thing to be able to do. It's unusual. Whenever you tell people what you do, they always go, oh, so what do you do? And you go, well, I just sit and talk into a microphone on my own. And they go, well, right. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same for you, Pete? Well, yes, it is. I do a lot of uh, speaking on my own. Um, I'm constantly having to refresh uh, my techniques. Uh, any voices that I think will be useful for my job, I'll have to look into any accent work, which is becoming more and more curious these days with certain accents not being kind of allowed to be portrayed in any way um I, so i wonder how long we have before we can actually mimic someone else before that becomes kind of a something that um isn't politically correct anymore um so yeah i'm constantly uh, working on uh my profession and my uh, wife and daughter that's obviously not ideal for them a lot of the time um <laughs> so uh, yes yeah, to constant moving thing you can't get sort of stagnant with having the same voice uh, which is fine for something if you're the voice of something for a long time. Um, that can be very helpful for the marketing and branding purpose of um, a company. For example, I did a, there was a, a what was it called, a, a firework and stunt spectacular that goes around the country. And I was very fortunate. I got the job about 
16, 17 years ago because the guy that usually does the voiceover for their national radio campaign was uh, off sick or something. So they called me up to do it. And then the guy liked what I was doing with it, the energy I was putting into um, the whole commercial thing. And then I've been doing it ever since. So every year I get a real bumper crop of these things. Don't miss Scott Mays, Daredevil's Stun Show. <laughs> then I have to, you know, to do that. But it's usually during the summer months, so it gets ever so, ever so hot if I've got to do 30 in one session. So I'm down to my underwear and, uh, you know, get really, really hot. It's kind of the window open, obviously, if you're in the studio. If <laughs> my studio's in my home, then I can kind of do what I like. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it's, uh, it's been very similar for me during the lockdown situation because of those reasons just i've just stated where i've just been working for myself in my own uh, in my own home where my studio is so i haven't really noticed hasn't really impacted me um that much but then actually on the odd occasion that i've uh, ventured out of my village it has been quite uh, noticeable how quiet things are. Of course, you're both the voiceover couple of Cambridge 105 Radio. I see, uh, Susan, you're the female voiceover. Pete, you're the male. I mean, you could swap if you wanted to. I don't know how that would sound. <laughs> if you could try putting on each other's voices, it would be rather quirky. Um, do you find it strange when you both dip into Cambridge 105 Radio and you hear yourself going out between the songs? Yeah, yes, I do, because um, I don't obviously hear it in context when I'm doing uh, idents and... Uh, things known as liner cards, which, as you know, if there's an event coming up that needs to be promoted or information you want to get across, then it's my job to do that in a way that is as less irritating as possible, I think. Because if you're hearing something regularly, my job would be to, to do it in a way that hopefully you don't go, shut up, every time you hear <laughs> something, you know, that's grating. So I think that's about then the style of voice to make it quite warm and quite uh, conversational so if you're uh, you're saying to someone there's going to be obviously some traffic and travel information you don't want to be shouting at it somebody you don't want to do it in a way that it's annoying it's just got to kind of ironically be something they don't notice so when i hear myself and it's in context sometimes i don't notice and sometimes i go oh yeah that actually makes sense now because when i first started doing voiceovers for uh, commercial purposes many years ago um it feels ridiculous doing something out of context, as I'm sure Susan will agree with. When you're sitting there, you're all oh, this weekend, come to the... You know, you say, what, what are you doing? And <laughs> you don't realise, but when you hear that in the context, maybe you're in the car and it's got <laughs> music behind it and you're listening to it on the radio, you don't notice that it sounds obviously ridiculous because it doesn't, because it's, it's in the right place and the right context. So uh, hearing myself, yeah, as I say, in context, traffic and travel. And then there's a... <laughs> doop, doop, doop. It, it's kind of normal. The that RDS pips. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so it makes sense. So, Susan, is that the same for you? I love it. I, I find it really, um, I think you get that buzz. And I'm station voice for a community station that's local to me as well. So I hear that quite frequently. So if I go in a shop that's near me and they've put it on. Um, and sometimes people pick up on it as well. And they'll look at the radio and they'll look at you if you're in a shop or a restaurant, a cafe, and you ask for something and they kind of recognise your voice. And I really like that because it's not many people that get to do that. Sometimes it's weird. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just a real sense of pride because what Pete said, you know, you do sit in your house, in your studio, trying to make something the best it can be from your point of view, and then you go away and do what you do with it and we go, oh, that sounds really good. And... Who knew that I was really sat in my pyjamas 
um, when I told you about that event that was going on in Cambridge this weekend. You didn't know that, did you? Or Pete in his boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's quite a regular occurrence. <laughs> Probably more so during lockdown. Um, so, of course, Cambridge 105 Radio is 10 years old this weekend. Pete, you're a dab hand at Radio in Cambridge. You've been on Star, um, The Eagle, um, a whole host of other stations in and around the city. Is it special to you that there's still a local, truly local community radio station doing good things in the city, such as Cambridge 105? Absolutely. That's the reason I was uh, delighted to come on board uh, as a station of voice, because of the community and your the, the enthusiasm from the volunteers involved to keep it local. And I was very disillusioned by the fibs from other stations pretending to be local when they simply were not and they didn't employ anyone local at all. And uh, it was disappointing because they were they were just lying, wanting to be local because they were thinking that's what local people wanted. Well, that, that is what local people want, then therefore just do it. And for all these sort of financial reasons, that um, ceased happening. So I was quite cross about that because it's deceiving and it's just pointless um, just say that you are what you are. We're a big network, national station. We're giving away money, and it's the massive amount of money because it covers the whole of the UK. Um, don't pretend you're really amazing and you're just doing it in a small pocketed area of, of, let's say, Cambridge City, and we're giving away tens of thousands of pounds. But they don't make that clear, and I just think deceit is a kind of it's underhand and unnecessary. So it was nice to find people that didn't want to do any of that and wanted to do radio for what it is, and it's a communicative um medium which i think is very important and can be very exciting um so to get involved with people that are that passionate about it for me was uh, a no-brainer as they say because i wanted to be involved with that like i said as i've become disillusioned with uh, with all the other stuff going on at sort of around you know so um to be part of something where i know there are people out and about doing uh, outside broadcasts and you and having it as a a vehicle for people that are interested in, as I say, communicating over radio and it's accessible to them. So therefore you can go in with very little experience or no experience and before too long you can gain experience and therefore you can then actually enjoy the fun of being on the radio and having chats with people, which I found very rewarding, you know, and being able to actually play music that you believe in is another thing. So you have your specialist shows and people will spend a week maybe collecting together some fantastic songs that they're passionate about and then that comes across and there's no passion in the other radio stations that you know i sort of have mentioned because it's all just generated from computers with research and statistics and just it's a numbers game and it's just you know irritating so for me yeah it's lovely to be part of something that is passionate about the real essence of, of radio so there you go susan is that similar for you i love radio full stop um community radio for me will always have a special place because it's where you learn your craft if you're a presenter it's the place that gives you a chance when you can't get in to other stations because you're simply inexperienced and community radio has a real um it's a real family feel. That's what I felt when I worked at my local community radio station. And I felt that when I joined Cambridge as the station voice, because suddenly I had loads of new followers on social media and people that sort of connected and went, oh, hi, it's you, you're the voice. Or 
and and people welcoming you to a team because that's what you are it doesn't matter that pete and i are at different ends of a country it doesn't matter that the presenters and i will never meet we all work together to form something entertaining and something that brings your community together and i think it's really important i think it's i think it's special i think it's a privilege to talk to anybody via radio exactly what pete said it's a medium isn't it it's a way of connecting and communicating but it's really special to be in somebody's house <laughs> without being invited or in somebody's car when they're listening and i get that buzz as a listener i know what i like to listen to and i know what connects me to a presenter or a voice and i hope that that's what we do but also a huge huge accolade to you guys for 10 years because there are commercial stations that haven't made that without networking as you say and to keep going you know non-for-profit these days and to keep the same ethos is hugely hugely commendable so 10 years and i've no doubt that you know in another 10 years it will still be going because it seems to be going really really well and it's a strong strong bond well pete susan it's an absolute pleasure to have you on cambridge 105 radio today i'm sure you'll hear yourself in a couple of moments time when we play a couple of idents but um <laughs> thank you very much for coming on and uh, thank you very much for being the station voiceovers pete i think it's eight years for you susan it's been three to four now so uh, <gasps> there we go eight years yes me. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't know that. I, I speculated it was about four, eight years. Yeah. Wow. It's 20, well, thanks for that. It was 2013, Pete, when you first started uh, voicing our idents. And Susan, it was October 2017 when we switched to Cambridge 105 radio from Cambridge 105. So, yes. Wow. Long time. Wow. Long time. And you've been as a couple on air for, what, three, four years now. Yes, we've been blissfully happy as well together. I don't want to know. If you've been cheating on me elsewhere, Pete, I don't need to know. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Honestly, honestly, you got it all wrong, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete, Susan, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. And I have to say, actually, it's uh, lovely actually working with their voices because I'm the one that puts all the station imaging and idents and jingles together. So uh, it is actually a pleasure to use their voices on the station. And, of course, uh, as I say, Pete's been doing it for quite some time now.